And good morning. Andy is taking the day off, but as I mentioned uh, this morning, Jesse Treble from SafeBasements.com is uh, filling in for Andy today, answering your your questions. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Denny. How have you been? I haven't talked to you for a while. Thanks for uh, taking the time out to to help us out uh, this morning. I, I imagine you were well. I you know, a little bird told me you guys are busy. A lot, <laughs> pretty much all the time. <laughs> and uh, why is that? I mean, we're glad to hear that. But, I mean, what what uh, what circumstances uh, are people calling you? I know, you know, we've used you at our house a, a number of times for various things. But uh, if, if our listeners have questions about wet basements, radon, bowed walls, maybe a sump pump question or something like that. In fact, I want to ask you about that because we, we mentioned this the last time you were on the show that when uh, your crew came out here to help us with our uh, crawl space and the sump pump, I, every time I go down in the basement, I look at the uh, that proprietary cover for the sump pump, and it kind of looks like I'm in a Nautilus submarine. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it's a, it's kind of futuristic looking. And you guys, uh, that's that's your own thing, isn't it? That really is your your idea. It is, yeah. So um, all of our products and services are proprietary to us. Uh, many of the things we have are, are patented, and um, you can really only get through through safe basements. And uh, the reason being is, it's you know, necessity is the mother of, of invention, and we're just always looking for better ways to do things. Um, so that's sump lid. Uh, we actually manufacture out in Painesville, Minnesota. So all of mm. our products are manufactured out there. Uh, so that's that's kind of a neat thing. Keep it all here in Minnesota. Maybe you could, uh, you know, being radio, Jesse, you can kind of describe it uh, for, for us. So what does it what does it look like 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 you guys put on uh, my sump area? Well, we know that radon and mold are serious issues, and uh, we wanted to have a radon compatible sump lid. So that when you had your sump pump down in the hole and it's it's doing its thing, it's pumping water out and it's keeping your basement dry, we didn't want to allow radon to free flow into the basement. So um, we made a lid that was easy to access the sump pump so you can service it, and it's just two thumb screws and you flip it open. And what's kind of neat is it's got a, a see-through lid, so it's Lexon. It's actually the uh, same stuff they make bulletproof glass out of. And uh, so you can see it in there. You can see how it's working, but you can easily get in and clean out your sump basket or service the sump pump. But it doesn't allow any radon or any mold to enter your home. Why is it, Jesse, that radon seems to to like uh, the the sump pump area? Why why is that a source of radon so much? Well, it comes from the soil, so it's just a, a it's actually decaying uranium that naturally just comes out of the ground. It's everywhere. But uh, usually your sump pump has drain tile going to it, which makes a great conduit to grab all that radon gas and let it flow into your basement. And so if you have an open sump basket, it allows that to happen. If you have a question about your basement in general and you want to ask it to Jesse, you can do it either by phone or by text. It's the same number, 651 Four six one nine two two six again six five one four six one nine two two six Jesse Treble in for uh, Andy Lindis to, uh, today. Now I was just looking at the text. We're getting more text messages as we speak. Uh, is there texter says a paint or sealant that can be put on a basement floor to reduce radon? Yeah, um, 
Being radon comes out of the soil, and if you have cracks or a porous floor, there are products um, we, through a company called Radon Away that you can actually spray on. It kind of solidifies your cement so that uh, it, it takes all, it fills all the pores and the cracks, and uh, it helps to keep radon from coming in. So it does work. Now, I, I was thinking uh, how many questions, how many times we get questions about people wanting to put either carpeting or some other type of flooring in their basement, on their basement floor. But there's a moisture issue. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty typical, is it? I mean, what happens if somebody sees moisture coming up through their basement floor, being, you know, the, the concrete being what it is? What, what, what can be done about that? Well, that's a little bit more difficult because if you try to seal it, eventually the water is just going to push through again. So it means you have a high water table or it means the soil that your concrete is sitting on has a, a high water content. And so what you want to do is dry that dirt out under your floor. And that's what we do with our uh, multi-flow drain tile. Um, so a lot of waterproofing companies, they put a, a drainage uh, conduit on the footing, which is above the dirt. And we find that it's more important to get down into the dirt and lower the water table. And that way, when the water table rises and tries to get into that soil or get up to your floor, we drain it off with our multi-flow drain tile. Um, it's extremely important to lower the water table below your floor just because, you know, if you have wet dirt, you're going to have a wet floor. And that's just another step we, we take that most people don't. Industry standard doesn't, doesn't go that far. Uh, you know, we used to hear, it seemed like, uh, wet basements a lot more frequently, and I'm not sure, maybe we're just not hearing go that far. Uh, you know, we used to hear, it seemed like, uh, wet basements a lot more frequently, and I'm not sure, maybe we're just not hearing about it and it's still there. Do you get calls? Do safe basements get a lot of calls about yet a lot of wet basements? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, we have, well, we have... 12 crews out all through the winter. And the reason we keep our, our crews busy year-round is um, a lot of times basements aren't leaking this time of year. Some of the work we do as far as structural stuff can't be done in the wintertime, but there is a lot of services that we can, and we always offer a 5% winter discount. Um, and that way we keep our same crews busy. Uh, a big thing is we don't like to lay people off, so we don't. And we keep all of our guys working year-round, and that's why we have such experienced crews. You know, Andy has of, mentioned, you know, go ahead, go ahead, Jesse. Well, I was just going to say, a lot of times there's real estate transactions going on now where they know the water, that it's going to leak this spring. We have a lot of snow, and chances are we're not going to have a drought like we had last year. So mm -hmm. getting your job done now before prices go up and take advantage of that winter discount is, is a big deal, and that's how we keep our guys working all winter. You know, actually, I want to ask you this before we take a break, and then we'll repeat. Is there a number that folks can call? I just thought about that. We better get that because somebody's going to be asking uh, asking us to uh, to get your number. What number can people call for for that uh, to get some help from you guys? Okay, it's one eight hundred four three zero five eight five one, or go to safebasements.com. Right, safebasements.com or eight hundred. Four three zero five eight five one. We'll we'll pass that along as we move through this through this hour. But if you have any kind of a, a basement question, radon, bowed walls, sump, whatever the case may be, give us a call six five one four six one nine two two six, or use that number for a text question for Jesse uh, Jesse Treble in for Andy Lendis. Here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Stay with us.
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every week here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks? 1-800-LEAF-CARD. Always the easiest number to remember. Another friend of ours, Jesse Treble from SafeBasements.com. You hear us talking about that, and Andy as well, here on the show from time to time. Jesse is filling in for Andy today, so if you have any kind of a basement type of question, uh, it, it doesn't have to be just basements because, uh, Jesse, I remember when uh, you sent uh, a crew over to uh, help me get some uh, foam jacking done on a on a piece of walk sidewalk that was kind of kind of sinking. You guys do that as well, don't you? We do, yeah. How'd that work out for you? It really worked out fine. What what I was impressed was the the, the hole is very, I won't say minute, but it's pretty small and it's pretty well camouflaged. Uh, you don't even know that uh, that that the pro- project was done. I'm going to ask you more about that, but you know, Carrie is calling in from Taylor's Falls with a question. Then we'll get back to that foam jacking. Carrie, thanks for waiting. What uh, what's your question for Jesse? Yes, hi. Um, we're looking for somebody who can come out and test our house for radon. Um, if we decide to sell or anything, I think you have to have all that done. You do. Uh, a lot of home inspectors will do radon testing. We do. We test our own systems, but um, it's kind of a conflict of interest to test and do the mitigation, but we want to know that we, we achieve that. But there are a lot of local people around that do testing, so I would, I would try some home inspectors. And you know who else knows a lot, too, are some uh, real estate agents, too, that deal with uh, those inspectors all the time, don't they? They do, yes, yes. They could probably refer a good person in your area. Absolutely, yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, back to this uh, foam jacking. And by the way, if you have any kind of a question for Jesse, uh, call it in or text it in. We've got uh, some text messages I want to get to as well. Our phone number and text number is 651-461-9226. Jesse will be with us the rest of the hour, so don't uh, don't wait if you have a question. Uh, foam jacking, let's talk about that because we've heard about mud jacking. Uh, what is it, what's the difference, and how is that foam jacking uh, done? Explain that for us, if you will. Well, I would say the biggest difference between um, foam jacking and mud jacking is mud is wet, so it has a lot of water in it, i.e. mud. And so when that water eventually dries up, it shrinks a little bit and it can resettle. Where with foam, when you inject it, it actually expands. And so it puts pressure on that cement and holds it where it needs to be. So you drill a small hole and inject it in, it fills the void, and then you can also lift the cement. So it works really well, especially last year in the drought. We saw a lot of houses, a lot of uh, sidewalks and concrete settling just as, as the soil dried up, it lost its holding capacity. And so we saw a lot of things shrinking and cracking and doors that don't work quite right, windows, that kind of stuff. So we can either go in with foam or piers, lift it back to level, and guarantee it. I was thinking it's just pretty amazing. I had not seen it done, but uh, when I've heard you and Andy talking about uh, uh, the bowed walls, does that happen often uh, in homes? I mean, is it usually older homes? I, I would think newer construction wouldn't have that issue. But what what causes a bowed wall? Well, you know, when you first build a house, you dig a hole and put your basement in it. Well, yeah. when they fill that soil, <clears throat> excuse me, when they fill the soil around the basement wall, eventually it starts to settle and the, it, it creates a path of least resistance for water. So 
when water comes off your roof or it rains or snow melt, it saturates the soil adjacent to your basement wall and that soil expands when it gets wet and it'll push that wall in. So the best thing anyone can do for good home maintenance is to maintain your grade. So when, or have the good people at Lindis Construction maintain real or put really good gutters on for you because you want to keep the water away from your basement wall. And so by having good grade, when the water hits the, the yard, it runs away from the house rather than running towards the house. So once the wall is bowed, though, it's broken. And so our patented wall anchor system, we can come in, pull it straight, and guarantee that it'll never come in again. That's just an amazing process. I'm trying to picture picture that. So what are symptoms if some uh, with a homeowner thinks... Uh, maybe they don't even know their wall is bowed. What what uh, what's a giveaway? What are there cracks? Is there water? What 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 uh, what does it look like? Well, there's a couple things. A horizontal crack is is the biggest thing you'd notice. But if you had a finished basement and it you notice a bulge or cracks in, on your interior walls that join the exterior wall, sometimes that wall pushing in will will crack your sheetrock and push the interior walls into the room a little bit because it has an amazing amount of force. And like I say, once you have that horizontal crack, the wall is broken. It doesn't matter if that crack is hairline or three inches wide. Um, it lost its its support to keep that soil out in the yard where it belongs. That's just an amazing process. And you guys do that. Now, you... You know, you're you're pretty well worn. Andy tells me, Andy Lindis, that is, tells me that uh, Safe Basements is known not only around CCO land. It's a CCO land company, but you guys are pretty well known around the country as well. Is that was that a true statement? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Actually, um, I grew up. My mom and dad started a, a waterproofing company in the '70s, and so with my parents and my brother, we worked all through the '70s and '80s, and I started Safe Basements in the '90s. And since then, people started hearing about us when we started creating our own products, and they wanted them also. So companies similar to us, fixing basements, doing waterproofing, finding out that we're taking everything to another level, uh, they wanted on board. Now we have a network of dealers who buy their supplies from us that are manufactured in Painesville. I think we have over 40 dealers all across the country and a couple in Canada. Wow! Congratulations. That means a lot. It means a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to be pretty proud of that, Jesse. Hang on, if you would, please. We're going to be uh, uh, taking a look at that forecast, seeing what kind of weather that's straight ahead for the coming week. And uh, Jesse's going to be with us for about another half hour, so don't wait. If you have any kind of a question for Jesse Treble from Safe Basements, uh, it could be about basement, could be about radon, uh, foam jacking, whatever the case may be. Uh, give us a call or send the text, 651-461-9226. We'll be back with Jesse Treble from Safe Basements right after the forecast. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis taking the day off today. In his place, Jesse Treble, our friend from SafeBasements.com, answering your questions. It could be about basements. It could be, again, about foam jacking, uh, some pump areas, bowed walls, things like that. 
Uh, our phone number and text number is the same. We're going to jump on the phones here in a moment. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Uh, Jesse, let's uh, grab a couple of phone calls here. Mary, I believe, is calling uh, from Woodbury this morning. Mary, thank you. What is your question for Jesse? Um, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question about a garage floor, which the garage is actually open um, is above an open storage area underneath, and um, it is connected to the house. So the outside wall that's away from the house is kind of it looks like it's being damaged by moisture, um, but the garage floor is kind of almost turning into like a wavy terrain. Um, so I'm wondering if there's something connected with water that I can do or that you guys can look at or take care of. Yeah. Good morning, Mary. Um, when was the house built? Uh, 1980 or 81, I believe. Okay. So what you have is a spancrete floor and um, if it's settling or sagging, so so basically when you drive your, your car on the cement floor, that's holding all of the weight. It's not like a regular garage where you have um, dirt underneath there holding up the floor, which is then holding up your car. If it's becoming wavy, it should really be checked out. And uh, we have a sport beam system where we can go underneath, put some beams in there, push it up and make sure that it has that extra support so it can accomplish what it needs. And if you have water, signs of water damage too, that would be worth checking out. We do give free estimates, and we're happy to come and take a look at that for you. Yeah, very good, Mary. And for listeners too, uh, let me give you that number. It's a 1-800 number, 430-5851. 1-800-430-5851. Yeah, for free estimates. Uh, thanks for mentioning that. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, give uh, Safe Basements a call. Uh, Kim is also on the horn from uh, Minneapolis. Uh, Kim, good morning. You are on CCO Radio with Jesse Treble. Good morning, Jesse. Um, Hi, I've got Kim. a reputable contractor uh, waterproof one wall in my basement where uh, water was coming in, and now that wall is molding. Uh, my house is 80 years old, and I had a mold specialist come in and confirm that there are no other uh, places in the basement that are molding, but uh, except for the wall where the waterproofing was done. What would you recommend? Do you know what kind of waterproofing they did or what system they used? Uh, they used, they painted on some sort of red stuff, and then they did um, mel roll over that and then a dimple board over that. I see. Um so chances are, uh, is it a block wall? Well, the house is 85 years old. I think I was told that it was Sears block. Okay. So you could be holding water in your walls. If they didn't drain, drill them at the bottom, put a drain tile system and drain all the water out of the walls, it sits in, and just holds water. And it sounds like what they're trying to do is just seal it into the wall which isn't always the best way to go, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, because um, you'll have condensation, and condensation creates mold, and, and it, it, that's kind of where you're at. So it's important to drain the water out and get it gone, and then you're not going to have any condensation. It would be worth looking at. It, it could be worth, uh, 
if it can't be drained, it might be worth insulating it, and then you won't have the cold surface to collect condensation, and you wouldn't have the mold either. Um, we'd be happy to check it out for you at safebasements.com. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. That's good. Uh, good point. Yeah, uh, Kim, uh, just check out safebasements.com, and if you feel you, you'd like to uh, get a hold of uh, Safe Basements and Jesse, uh, do that very thing. We'll have the number posted on that website as as well. Uh, Texter says this, uh, Jesse, is Safe Basements doing radon mitigation? Yes, we are. We've got a great guy that uh, does it for us. We had a little downtime because um, we had a longtime employee that did it for years and did a great job, and uh, he decided to do a life change. And um, so now we've got a, a, his labor, actually. We sent to school, put him through all the courses, and we've been training him for the last oh, over three years, and he's doing a great job for us. So, yes, we are doing radon mitigation. Well, that's good. Another related question to that uh, via the text screen, Jesse, is what is a safe radon rate? Well, there's no level of radioactive gas that's safe to breathe. So the best is zero. Um, EPA says four, they recommend mitigating. So it'd be four picocuries per liter liter or over. Uh, They recommend taking action and doing a sub-slab depressurization system. Um, we like to try to get them as close to zero as we can. Yeah, that's that would be the ideal. Uh, you guys did a fantastic job. Your crews did on on our uh, crawl space. In fact, if it was just a little taller, I could live there for a while. <laughs> it is an amazing transformation, isn't it? It's just that's like a, hospital room white. Exactly. That's a good word, transformation. We should talk about that sometime. Uh, listeners, uh, by the way, uh, if you uh, want to call in and ask your question, that's fine, or you just want to send a text like uh, many folks are doing, 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226 to ask Jesse your question. Can you? Here's one. Uh, can you describe how to paint your dry basement and walls and floor? So this listener has a dry basement totally. What type of primer and paint? And is it safe to do that? So if it's a dry basement, um, that would be about the only time I would try to seal water out because that'll help with radon and moisture issues. And there's just a, a ton of products, the great products that you go to home stores and get or contractor supply. That's a service that we don't provide just because you can't guarantee it. It's it's a paint job. It'll break down over time. And so I don't have any real products to recommend. Um, but I knew, I do know that it, it it's a good step for a dry basement, but it's not the way to cure a wet basement. Yeah, for sure. That, that's, yeah, not even a Band-Aid. Uh, it, it, that's exactly what it is. It's just yeah. a Band-Aid. This listener, Jesse, says looking, uh, and I may have to decipher this a little bit, looking at retiring in Arizona, they do not have basements there, want to build a 28 by 28 home. All it says now is ICF, poured wall, or block. Well, congratulations, first of all. Yeah. That that sounds like a good deal. Um, All of those are good. Uh, I've... uh, it was interesting. I had a friend who built a house in Arizona and in the neighborhood, 
they were building a bunch of new homes, and it is I think it was in Scottsdale, and they were it was all on a slope. And what was funny about it is, they would take the dirt out of half the the hill, put it on the lower side, and then built a, a level building. Well, a lot of them, on the part they filled, were settling. So I. My only recommendation would be to get down to good virgin soil and make sure that you're not building on fill. But ICFs are fantastic. Blocks are fantastic. Port is great. All of those are good options. So that'll work, whatever. All right, yes. good. And enjoy, yeah, congratulations. Enjoy your uh, your new life. Can you recommend, uh, this is a listener again, a quality radon detector for a homeowner? You know, they have some some really neat ones at uh, Menards and Home Depot that are just constantly monitor and then give you your averages. Um, Radon Away makes a, a really good one. If you go on their website, uh, there's there's a lot of options, and they're getting less and less expensive, which is nice. What what does it what, you know ballpark wise? What would it cost a homeowner to check? And you just don't do it once, do you? I mean, the testing, I mean. No, because radon's kind of a seasonal thing. In the wintertime, it's higher. Uh, it, it, it kind of goes off of atmospheric pressure and the chimney effect in a house. So when you heat a house, the heat rises and it's trying to escape through the roof or the attic. And when it does that, it creates negative pressure in the basement and it pulls harder on the dirt, which allows more radon in. Not only that, but your your house is closed up. You don't have the windows open. You're not in and out as much. And so wintertime, you have higher levels. Also, it can spike during thunderstorms. So when you have dramatic pressure changes. So that's why just taking one immediate reading, we have what's called radon sniffers, where we can take a, a little snapshot. It tells you what the radon level is right now. The tr- problem with that is it can be way higher in an hour. So what you need is a long-term average, and that's where some of these monitors come in really nice. They, you can watch what your level is at the moment, but it'll also tell you the average over the last six months or month or whatever it is. And uh, so that gives you a, a more accurate depiction of what your exposure is. Very interesting. I never heard that, uh, that, uh, that comment about uh, thunderstorms, that it can change, increase uh, during a thunderstorm. I guess the barometric pressure you're talking about. Wow. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's, it is interesting. And even just the wind blowing across your house can create different pressure changes. And so you'll see when you uh, take a radon monitor out, you, you can see spikes up to 60 picocuries per liter. And then it's all down to 0.002 the rest of the time. Um, so it's kind of crazy. That's why uh, you, you definitely need to do an average. And for those just tuning in, Jesse, and they want to pick up, uh, they want to get some testing done at their home, what, would you say any of the big box stores or get online and, and uh, just, you know, and they want to pick up, uh, they want to get some testing done at their home, what, would you say any of the big box stores or get online and, and uh, just, you know, do their own research there as far as getting these actual test kits? What, what would you recommend? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say go to RadonAway.com. That's, they're a great resource for radon equipment, and that's all they do. So they don't have any gimmicks or stuff that doesn't work. There's another text about that. Uh, I know we're talking about other things other than radon, but as far as mitigation goes, and it's hard to judge because different size homes, et cetera, and the need. 
What about the average cost for mitigation? Can you can you is there a ballpark that you can mention, or is that too uh, too 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 many variables? <laughs> there are variables, but you're going to look at uh, anywhere from twelve to fifteen hundred up to twenty five to three thousand. I usually see them average around eighteen nineteen hundred dollars. Um, and it depends on, there are a lot of variables, uh, how big your house is, how many suction points, how high the radon level is, how much sealing of cracks and things you need to do. There's people running around doing them really cheap, but you're not getting the lowest levels that way. Um, you have to spend a little money and do it right, as we learn in life all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no free lunch. For sure. No, All right. there isn't. <laughs> Jesse, hang on. Let's uh, take a quick break here. Invite our listeners to join in. We've got a bunch of text messages we can uh, field when we come back. Our phone number is also our text number, 651-461-9226. Jesse, treble in from safebasements.com and for Andy Lindis today. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Next hour, it's That's the Vet veterinarian Dr. Gene Geske in. So if you have a uh, question about your pet, join us next hour. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, brought to us by Lindis Construction. In for Andy today is Jesse Treble from Safe Basements, safebasements.com. Check them out on the Internet. I'll get you a phone number, too, in case you need their assistance. We'll get you that 800 number in a moment. Jesse, a bunch of text messages are still around here. Let's see how many folks we can help before you have All to right. take your leave today. Uh, here's one. It says, we had a drainage system put in our basement several years ago. What is the life expectancy of the sump pump? We still have the original pump working well. Well, as long as you maintain it, you want to um, clean out any silt every every spring and make sure that it's ready to work. It is good to have a battery backup system in there in case it fails. Um, so it's a mechanical ad- device. I don't know what brand it is or what the guarantee, but we see a lot of sump pumps last 10, 15 years. Uh, But it is good to maintain it and make sure it's working good and have a backup plan because battery backups bail everyone out. I mean, the power doesn't go out when it's nice and sunny. It only goes out when it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) It's Murphy's Law. Yeah, that's right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I've got to get one of those. Although our sump pump, like you suggested, ours has lasted uh, quite a few years. But you never know, knock on wood. Um, in fact, yeah. we have a text uh, text about the battery backup that you guys did. They're very pleased. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, let's see. Um, to, 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 okay, split-level home with existing carpet on the concrete floor in the family room in the lower level. Looking to replace the carpet. Should a subfloor be installed? We do not have any moisture problems now. That comes from Pete. Uh, no, I, I've never been very impressed with the subfloors. Usually it's a, it's a Band-Aid trying to cover up a water issue. And if your carpet lasted long enough to be worn out and ready to be replaced and you don't have any water issues, I would do it just like that, yeah, just like it absolutely. was. Absolutely. This uh, listener says, the ground around the periphery of our home seems to be sinking. Do I need to be concerned that the ground under the cement floor is also sinking? Typically not. Um, It is good, like we talked earlier, good home maintenance to maintain that grade. So talk to a landscaping company 
Or, you know, if you have some buddies that owe you favors, have them help you. But it's good to pull, you know, your, your landscaping stone and, and or whatever you have for decoration around there. Pull it out. Get good soil in around there, good dense black dirt or clay, something that's going to shed water. Raise that up because it's very important. It'll, it, it'll help um, avoid bowed walls or wet basements and also keep gutters in mind. Uh, but oh, you should yes. have no problem under your basement floor. Well, that's good news. Uh, this uh, test uh, li- listener says um, we had a complete safe basement system with a backup battery. There you go. Installed in 2014. Works great, they say. When do we need a follow-up uh, maintenance for it, if you think? You know, we do maintenance, uh, yearly maintenance accounts. So if they call in, it's a minimal fee. We'll come in, check out your your check valve, your sump pump, clean everything up, and just make sure everything works and that you're ready for the snow melt and the spring rains. Okay. Uh, this Esther says, uh, let's see, I have a small cabin on Maple Lake. It smells musty. I don't know if increasing the ventilation underneath the cabin, which has part crawl space and part basement, would be the answer, or spraying foam would be the, bit better, the better answer. Does your company do this type of work? Uh, it does yes, not we say absolutely where it, do. That was, that was a question I have, uh, Jesse. What, what, how far, I mean, what... You know, we have, as you know, we have listeners all over the place, all over the state, but all over the country and all over the world right now. But where, how far do safe basements travel for, for a job? Oh, we cover all of Minnesota. Uh, we have a shop up in Moorhead, so we actually go into North Dakota. And we have a, a our, our main shop is in Litchfield, so kind of central Minnesota. And then uh, we have... Uh, one over on the west side of the Twin Cities, or I'm sorry, the east side of the Twin Cities and Moorhead. So we cover a, a big area, and uh, that cabin sounds like a great thing to get done this winter. Crawl spaces and inside work. You can take advantage of 2021 prices. You know, everything's costing a little more oh, nowadays yeah, with sure. the inflation, and we're trying to keep our prices down. And then also we've got our 5% winter discount. So if Excellent. anyone has any wet basement issues or radon issues or crawl spaces or that kind of thing, it's good to take advantage of it before spring rains hit. And Absolutely. prices are inevitably going to go up. Well, Jesse, great. Let me give the phone number because we're, we're out of time. We're going to head out of here. But uh, but it, it's a great information. Thank you for your time today, Jesse. Appreciate it. But here, if you want to get in touch with Safe Basements, get on the web, safebasements.com. But if it's easier for you to call, here's the 800 number, one 800 Four three zero five eight five one. I'll give that to you again. One eight hundred four three zero five eight five one. Jesse, enjoy the snow and thanks for your help today. And uh, we will be talking to you real soon. I have a feeling. Well, thank you very much for having me. Yes, you the bet. snow is beautiful and bright. Covered up Ab- all the yellow snow. That's nice. That's <laughs> for sure. All right, Jesse. Thanks so much. Great talking with you. Jesse Treble. Yeah, get on the web. Check him out, safebasements.com. And get those veterinarian questions ready. Ask your pet questions next hour. Uh, Dr. Gene Geske, veterinarian here in the Twin Cities, will be joining us again. Right now in the Twin Cities, uh, mostly fair skies. Our CCO temperature reading 5 degrees on News Talk A30 WCCO.